What's up people welcome to everyday 101 this is Karan and today we are going to talk about back end development now yesterday we talked about front end development and today we will talk about back end development both of these jobs complement each other and one is incomplete without the other now who is actually a back end developer so back end developer is actually a software developer who develops the back end part of a web application what is the back end part it is the server side code that we need in a website or a web app or even an android application or any other sort of application that we use and in that application when we have to do one task suppose we want some data from the database and we need to show it on our front page now the showing part how all that process will work will be done by the back end engineer basically in easy sense you can understand it this way in a car the outside paint all the polishing and all the furnishing and all the seat covers that is the front end that is how it will look right and even if like you know even if there will be like steering wheel and there will be wheels the outside and outside functions that will be handled by the front end developer but inside under the hood the engine over there the pumps inside the car or the batteries inside the car and how all of that will work together that is what a back end engineer does he is basically responsible for development maintenance testing and anything and everything that is related to server side programming right now generally in the industry it is considered a back end development it's considered more uh, difficult of a task as compared to a front end development the reason is simple because back end development actually is responsible for all the actual work it's not just about the looks it's not about just the efficiency it's also about the functionality along with the efficiency it also means security of a application system it also means managing database systems now what is actually exactly the role of a back end developer with they actually work with the front end developers and they provide server side algorithms and server side development of web applications that's what back end uh, back end developers do right and they how did do it they do it in one programming language they will choose one more uh, most of the advanced system use multiple back end languages but for simple web application understanding we will just consider one language and a back end developer will code in one of the server side language what are those languages and which one is a better one and which one is more popular we will discuss later in this episode other than coding and creating all those uh, web applications back end developers are also responsible for optimizing them for efficiency and response time this basically means that when a person visits a website he should be able to access that website in as less time as possible and as efficient as possible this means that that web application shouldn't take a lot of uh, resources on the server side 
right they also are sometimes they are responsible for analyzing the requirements right they will handle the bugs they will handle the errors and they should come up with solutions to solve those problems they also interact with uh, databases and they ensure that whenever a user demands or needs a particular set of data he or she should get it and how is it done back end developer make sure that the database is accessible easily accessible efficiently accessible uh, to the end user who will be using it besides these there are a lot of apis application programming interfaces that are also executed on the back end and it's the responsibility of back end developers to manage that right so they also oversee the architecture of complete back end system right so now what are the back end developer skills that a developer needs to be a good back end developer right this is not something you know this is this depends on job description but i'll just take uh one easy way to describe what they might be needing and Firstly and the topmost thing that they need to know is that they should be proficient in writing uh, one backend programming language and with that programming language they should also be able to understand one of the framework that they can use to develop that backend system we will also discuss frameworks uh, briefly in this episode later on right now some might have confusions with should they know front end development well generally front end development they generally have a decent idea of what a front end development is because i am actually more interested in back end development i was when i was working as a software engineer and i was less um, interested in front end development but that doesn't mean that i wouldn't know back front end development right i know i have a decent idea about front end development and now uh i was actually focusing on at that time on the back end development right so besides these he or she she should be capable of managing the hosting environment right and they should also have understanding of uh database administration because they will be writing code that will enable a web application to access the database so they will have to write it they will have to manage it right besides that sometimes what happens is when a website grows or a web application goes or the requirement uh, users on a web application or website grows then they will there will be a lot of load on that website so he or she as a back end developer should be able to handle uh, the load changes so and they should be able to scale the systems right so they should be able to write code that will help in scaling the overall system right now version control systems are something that every developer should know or even as a matter of fact anyone and everyone in the it industry should know because version control systems are a really amazing tool set and much needed one in many industries and many corporates right these version control systems include github you can host your code over there you can contribute it multiple people can actually write that code at the same time and they can also commit to it right 
सो ऑब्वियसली अ बैक एंड डेवलपर डजेंट नीड टू नो एवरी प्रोग्रामिंग लैंग्वेज दैट इज एक्चुअली नॉट पॉसिबल राइट इफ आई एम अ डेवलपर आई वुड बी नोइंग वन लैंग्वेज एंड आई माइट बी नोइंग टू लैंग्वेजेस बट मोर देन दैट इट विल बी वेरी अनह्यूमन इनह्यूमन टू एक्चुअली लर्न ऑट दोज लैंग्वेजेस एंड ऑल दोज ए पी आईज दैट आर एसोसिएटेड एंड ऑल दोज फ्रेमवर्क दैट आर एसोसिएटेड विद दोज लैंग्वेजेस बट जनरली दे नीड टू बी एन एक्सपर्ट इन वॉट एवर प्रोग्रामिंग लैंग्वेजेस दे वॉन्ट टू लर्न और दे वॉन्ट टू वर्क इन ना लेट सी वॉट आर वन ऑफ द टॉप एंड पॉपुलर बैक एंड प्रोग्रामिंग लैंग्वेजेस राइट फर्स्टली आई वुड लाइक टू पॉइंट आउट पाइथन बिकॉज पाइथन इज अ लैंग्वेज दैट इज अ जनरल पर्पज लैंग्वेज एंड इट इज वेरी इजी टू लर्न एंड इट इज वेरी यूजफुल इन राइटिंग वेब एप्लीकेशंस बिकॉज इट एक्चुअली हेल्प्स राइटिंग द कोड वेरी क्विकली सो दैट्स हाउ पाइथन हेल्प्स राइट secondly i would i would uh, say ruby is also one of the language that is being used right and it has a its own framework ruby on rails which is also really good python has django ruby has, has ruby on rails so it is quite good number 3 uh, java java is one of the most popular language in web development why because it has been there for a long time even python has been there for a long time but java has uh, enterprise usages so a lot of web applications that i have worked with almost all of them were based on java another uh, competitor for java is the dotnet system so that dotnet system has languages such as c sharp and uh, uh, ASP.NET. I mean that 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 that's what that was used. Now C Sharp is quite common, and .NET is also another sphere that takes a you know that uh, that is used by many enterprises. But uh, Java is still on the top, and then there's .NET, and then there there are Python and Ruby. Now among these languages, I would like to point this thing out that uh, a language such as Java. is mostly used by big corporations uh, big companies that are you know uh, very big corporates like banks financial services it is very robust there is just like you know too much security security is associated that is good community is too big there are just too many tools that can be easily implemented it just has a huge support so java is something that is used by generally the corporate same goes for dotnet because dotnet is managed by the microsoft and java is managed by oracle right so these are uh, they have big corporates behind them right so these are the languages that are like mostly used by the big enterprise now what startups are using are three major languages that is ruby python and many of them also use languages such as um, um, express js like it's not actually uh, exactly a language but it's uh, javascript javascript framework so that is what express js is so let's see what you can do with different programming languages and the companies that actually use those languages firstly i will come to java java can be used for mobile application development that is android development website development it can be used for database connectivity it can be used for gui based programs that we use on our desktop it can be used for networking and some of the companies that use java are airbnb uber pinterest linkedin groupon ebay 
uh, HubSpot, Evernote. These all of these companies use Java backend technologies, right? Salaries for Java is okay-ish. I mean, because it, there are just too many Java developers, uh, the salary is quite decent, not that high, not that bad. It's okay. You can do with that. And you can find many online uh, portals where you can learn Java. But the best way to learn Java uh, is just to stick to, uh, you know, one particular Oracle documentation. Or you can also use uh, a book complete study on java or something like that was the name but there are just so many books there is just so many resources you can go online and learn anywhere another language that i would like to discuss is php now php is a language that was used uh, that has been used since a very long time but there has been a lot of talks that php is dying php will die blah 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 and it hasn't died yet because since I have been listening like for five, four, five, six years, uh, PHP is going to die, but it hasn't died that. It's still very popular and still a lot of companies are dependent on that. For example, companies such as Facebook, Lyft, Mint, Hootsuite, Buffer, DocuSign, they all use PHP, right? So they have their own development teams who use PHP, right? Why PHP is so favorable? Because you can collect form data, you can generate dynamic page content, you can send and receive cookies. That is all the... Uh, you know things that you can do with php you can do those things with other other languages too but these are some of the common features that php is used for now php salaries are also you know almost same with java some some places it is lesser than java because especially in india the jobs for php developers is not that high the job for java developers are much much higher in india but we will discuss uh, Java later on. Now, there are some really good uh, courses by like, for example, Treehouse and all that. And PHP, even PHP courses you can find anywhere. It's like skill, it's beginner level for same for Java. You can easily learn that. And once you can p get a hold on Java, this has, I have heard this many times. They say that once you get hold of Java, you can learn any other language. Now, coming on to .NET uh, programming language, uh, .NET framework, it's actually a framework, but it's not a language. So the language is that... Uh, are uh, a part of .NET framework are C Sharp and VB. VB was used before. Now C Sharp is more common, right? It's managed by Microsoft. It can be used to build a desktop application. Again, mobile applications uh, can certainly be developed with these. Some are developing that. Web applications are there. And, and big data can also be worked with using C Sharp, right? Now there are huge companies like Microsoft owns it so they use it right and stack overflow the famous uh, website for developers and all those um, you know techie guys stack overflow they also use dotnet starbucks uses it right so these are the languages now .NET developer doesn't earn that high because um, as i said like people i have personally seen that obviously there is a still a requirement but the requ jobs are increasing but the percentage of that increase you know percentage of increase has been reducing over time so i personally also don't like dotnet frameworks languages such as c sharp but you will be pretty good with it you can learn it you can find a job and you can might be okay with for the next 10 years because it's owned by microsoft and it won't fail but certainly i won't recommend it you can learn it also you can also learn it through udemy or their own official website microsoft's website and it's easy to learn and there are some benefits of learning c sharp that there are not benefits in java right
now let's go to the language of my choice and that is python python is so hot python has been there for a long time it's been it's older than java but still it's such elegant and beautiful uh, coding language right and it is the fastest growing programming language out that period right why because it's easy to learn it's dynamically typed it's open source and it also supports open oriented uh, programming right that's why now it's cross platform you can automate stuff with it web development is quick and easy you can develop a web uh, application in a day or two or maybe less than that depends on your proficiency right there are just huge companies spotify quora netflix uh, uber pinterest all of these companies use python as the main programming language the salaries are pretty good for python because ultimately it's a growing language salaries can range hugely uh, totally depend on the job so uh, that uh, best way to learn python again online resources you don't have to pay a dime you can learn online there is just so many things you can learn from stack overflow you can learn from udemy you can learn from uh, code academy all of these are really good uh, options to learn python from and then there's there comes the ruby language now ruby is you know ruby developers earn a lot it's a little harder language to learn as compared to other languages and but web applications are really good you can easily develop that you can also automate uh, things using ruby right now ruby on rails is a quite good platform that uses ruby programming language right so the companies that use ruby are airbnb codecademy kickstarter script angelist all of these uses ruby and ruby developers really earn a lot because the number uh, ruby is not taught in college curriculum so also it's not that popular there are many jobs but it's not as popular as other languages so that's why uh, people are actually not aware about ruby so you can learn that it's up to you what if you wish to learn it but still why i love python i'll tell you that why right so what which one language is more favorable according to me well as i have already told python i love python and the reason is simple the use cases of that programming language are huge you can work with on in machine learning with that you can uh, work on cloud you can work on uh, different data science uh, frameworks you can also develop web applications with that and, and hopefully there will be some good platforms for mobile application development in the future because it's a really growing language and multi usage although salary is also quite amazing in that right so these are all the programming languages that you need to know now uh, there is also this language that i didn't talk about that is javascript right so javascript is another language that can that is now more popular in backend due to uh, node js and as well as express js uh, but i won't discuss that here because it will be uh, you know um, those languages are okay and uh, javascript is more popular in front end that than in back end as compared to the languages that we discussed today right so that is it now now how to actually learn all of these you know what should be the path to become a master backend developer right so 
the path is simple firstly you need to ma- learn one language you need to master it you need to build a lot of prototypes on that you need to host your code on github so that you can showcase your skills you should also have a really comprehensive knowledge of databases sql no sql it depends on you but you should know and i would suggest that learn both because today the market is very competitive and you should if you you will be better off with learning both sql and no sql language uh, database uh, for example mongodb mongodb is a no sql database and uh, sql mysql sql server all of these uh, things so you can start with mongodb and uh, sql and you can start with python and then start learning databases such as mongodb and sql oracle sql or you know whatever sql you want to learn right after that you need to have an understanding of apis now apis application program interface right so when we look at web applications uh, they not only you know they are just not dependent on their one server that hosts that website there's just a lot of things going on behind on in the back end right so suppose there will be an api right there will be an api that can be used for any one specific purpose for example you wish to embed one google maps right so there might be an api for that or uh, you know you can see a lot of other options suppose you want some data from one particular every single thing whatever uh, you know these companies are for example google right so they have a lot of products right so when you wish to use those products on your website and generally many times they are paid many times they are free and so you need to ask for that api and that then after that only after that you can use those service on your website for example payment gateways when we look at payment gateways when when you see when you go to amazon and you are amazon is a very big company but even if you go to any smaller e-commerce uh website on that website you will go and they will ask for payments whenever you are going to pay now there will be many options you can pay via paypal you can pay via paytm you can pay via debit cards or you can pay via net banking on all that stuff there's just a lot of stuff right and you can pay whatever method there will be so that payment gateway is possible due to apis because those particular companies like paypal and paytm has released their own apis and you can use them and you can embed them on your website so that understanding is really good uh, some say that server handling is not good because servers you know generally are handled by the admins that is true for big or uh, big companies but for startups generally back end developers will handle that right after that the final straw will be to learn a popular framework now framework depends on the programming language that you are going to learn for example with python there are frameworks like flask or django because these are the common frameworks and django is really good framework for web application then for ruby there's rails ruby on rails and uh, then there for for uh, php there's laravel so there is a lot of frameworks for java there's you know um, java e or spring mvc framework that they use right so there are just a lot of frameworks you need to check which are industry good but the, all these frameworks are actually required in the industry for python and django you will be better with it you will be amazing with it if you want to go with python and if you especially the best reason to go with python is that you don't have to be you know sure that you want to make a biz, uh, career in that one particular field because suppose today you are a back end developer and tomorrow you find an interest in machine learning or you find an interest in 
any other cloud development or data science and then you will be good to go because you are already you will already already be an expert in python and python can be used to do those tasks right so when we are now we are done with how to be like that you can learn online everything can be learned online i have told you the path right so let's see what are the common trends in backend programming the number one trend that is you know quite important is security security is very uh, central for backend development now obviously when developers write a code many a times they don't care about security like if their code is safe or not but they should because especially when they are coding for like banks or financial services right the security becomes paramount but that's not it even if it's a company like netflix or any other company today everyone has just so much data and everyone has just so much information about their customers and whatever if they will get hacked there will be a downtime and if even if there won't be a down downtime there will be a lot of loss for the company so companies lose a lot of money due to these security breaches so security is something uh, that you should focus on now obviously there are web application frameworks that have these secure systems built in but you should actually focus on uh, that security aspect too as a developer secondly there comes the blockchain now a lot of companies generally it's said that um, companies like bitcoins and ethereum all these cryptocurrencies they run on blockchains right now obviously when they run on blockchains so blockchain is not a standalone thing it will be there it's gonna be there in 50 years or it's gonna be there in 30 years so you should have an understanding of blo- what blockchain is a block- blockchain is and how it works because nasa has already implemented blockchain security so blockchain is not just decentralization of application blockchain is also useful in security especially when there's just a lot of data that you are handling now most of the companies will obviously keep it centralized but it will be good if you know it and it's a latest trend and that's why i told you and besides these uh, there are a lot of companies that are going serverless for example they are not actually keeping their own servers or they are actually not you know spending money on server maintenance because there is this lot of online cloud services that provide these server facilities for for them don't get it wrong don't confuse serverless doesn't mean there won't be any server obviously there will be a server but you don't have to manage it and you can simply go for something like aws appsync or auth0 and you will be good to go all right so the thing is when backend engineers uh, dabble into cloud they need to have understanding of cloud development and cloud services or whatever it is there are just lot of certifications depending on whatever uh, framework is used at your employers web app or your employee your client's web app right so that depends but i have already discussed cloud engineering and who what a cloud engineer does and go check my other episode two three days back and you will find it there another important trend that has been going on there is data science now a lot of websites are now collecting and storing ma- uh, and managing and accessing user data why because they are capable of doing that there are just a lot of data uh, insights coming from that data so a backend engineer should not be a data scientist it's not necessary but he 
or she should be able to understand how what a data scientist needs or what uh, if they are implementing those techniques then they should be aware that how they can turn that data that they collect and store into whatever database that they are using and they need to find an efficient way to do that all right so these are just some of the latest trends in uh, back end development right now coming on to the most important part that is salaries glassdoor suggests that in india the uh, average salary for a back end developer is 7.9 lakhs but there is a catch this also includes like you know very higher salary that has that are that is paid by the fang companies right so i won't consider this generally you can consider as 4.5 to 5.5 lakhs per annum that is the general salary and it can go as low as 2.3 lakhs per annum which is sort of quite low and it is low because of you know it depends actually depends on the experience and actually depends on um, your skill that you are giving because for example ruby and python engineers are paid more than the java developers or dotnet developers or php developers right php developers are paid very less generally that's what i have seen sometimes they are even paid 10 12 15 000 per month which is sort of disgraceful but it's happening there's a lot of um an option generally but you can easily you know get a starting salary of around 6 to 8 lakhs if you are good in it and even if you are not good at in in it you can easily earn 4.5 package or 3.5 package as a starting salary when you don't know shit about it right good companies will pay you high for that you need to have a brand college because that's what they require i have already told you that now when we have discussed the salary part we can now discuss like what are the prospects of a back end developer see back end development will be there it has always been there and it is going to be there why because as we all know there are just a lot of businesses without websites as i told yesterday while talking about front end development this is there are just a lot of businesses that are without websites and there are going to be a lot of businesses there is just a lot of uh, less people that are on internet right now only 34% of indian population uses internet today right so it's going to go as high as 100% or maybe no it will never be 100% but around 90 95% it will be right and those people will uh, need new services new web apps and new services and so new companies will come up new employers will come up back end will be there obviously the frameworks will change obviously the programming language will become rev- uh, bring in more revolutionary changes right but if you can master one programming language you can master one framework and you can master the database part you are good to go you can simply dive into it if you are just an it professional who is you know who has understanding of sort of uh, all these technologies you can actually learn those skills you can become a specialized back end developer generally these are not the uh, you know specialized jobs as a front end or back end developer in it service companies because everyone will be a software engineer over there and you will only be doing a small part in a big system right so but the thing is when you go to startups or you go to smaller companies um as an employee at that time you the learning will be huge you will be doing a bigger part in a smaller company right and that's a really good thing so if you are a good back end developer you can get hired easily and you will be kept and you will be valued and you will be given a good salary the downside of back end development is 
the freelancing see there are very few clients who try to have or try to hire back end developers as freelancers because they generally want it you know from a reputed company or they would want it from as uh, in house developers because why would someone will give access to their database to you right uh, why would even if that won't be the case even if you won't be dabbling with uh, databases sometimes the people are just not sure like if they want a front end they can easily get it right they don't need to get necessarily need to give databases they can easily get it done and they they don't even need to spend a lot but for back end development it takes a lot of resources too and it's sort of expensive and also they are not just willing to hire back end developers at freelancers so freelancing opportunities are not good however the silver lining here is that back end developers are actually the guys that if they have an idea for a product any service any websites any revolutionary idea like airbnb you can obviously use wordpress now to make that website but if you want customized code with complete functionality with complete uh, freedom to do whatever you want and to control it that back end developer can help you achieve it or if you are a back end developer you can achieve it so that is the biggest silver lining right so thank you for listening to this podcast guys and if you find it interesting go follow me on instagram at karan_fogat or simply search karan fogat you will find me over there if you have any queries you can connect with me on linkedin we can talk professionally if you have any ideas we can collaborate on linkedin you can find me on uh, in the link in the description you can find all the details about me you will find all my social media profiles just go there select what however you wish to connect and do connect with me because i really appreciate like minded people who love to contribute and i also love to help people who are confused about their careers i love to help people who are very ambitious i love to help people who don't know what they want in their careers right so feel free to connect with me see you tomorrow and tomorrow i'll bring another interesting topic i hope i was helpful and even if i wasn't just write an email to me at contact@karanfogat.com and tell me that your episode wasn't good or what could better thing i would have done in this right thank you for listening see you tomorrow